Welcome to Food Freedom Radio, where we plant and nourish the seeds of change. I'm Laura Hedlund, a student of permaculture, a person who knows cheap food is not cheap, and someone who envisions a food system respectful of water, soil, planet, and people. Every week on Food Freedom Radio, we talk about how to move the food system from being a source of economic, social, and ecological destruction toward a system which is a source of clean water, healthy soil, and toxics-free environment. On today's show, we're going to be talking about this ethic of respect when it comes to wood. Collectively, Americans use more than 100 million tons of wood each year in the form of wood and paper products, as well as wood for energy. And that translates to about 1.7 pounds of wood per person per day. Can this wood be harvested in a way that protects water and creates forever forest? That's what we're talking about today. And with us, we have uh, two people, um, Diane with a CEO Certified Wood Products and Chris McLaurin, uh, Chief Marketing Officer for FFC uh, US. Welcome to Food Freedom Radio. Thank you. Thank Great you. to be here. Thank you, Laura. Awesome. So, Chris, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Um, well, as I said, my name is Chris McLaren. I'm the Chief Marketing Officer for Forest Stewardship Council U.S. Um, Forest Stewardship Council is an international organization headquartered in Germany, actually. Um, we have offices all over the world. Um, I am the Chief Marketing Officer for the U.S. office, which is based uh, in Minneapolis. And um, my role as uh, Chief Marketing Officer to champion the FSC brand um, to consumers, to businesses, and uh, to help uh, grow the FSC system to protect forests here in the United States and around the world. And Diane? I'm Diane Hogan. I'm one of the co-owners of Certified Wood Products. My husband, Dan Hogan, is the other owner. You can find our bios on our website at certifiedwood.net. Our company is a business-to-business wholesale distributor of forest products. We supply general contractors, manufacturers, and at times retailers. We ship throughout North America, and we've been in the wood business for over 30 years. We started focusing on FSC certified wood about 20 years ago um, in 2000. Laura, you stated that your Food Freedom Radio program envisions a food system respectful of water, soil, planet, and people. 21 years ago, Dan and I envisioned the same for the forest products that we sell. And then we found the Forest Stewardship Council. Now they're helping us live out that vision. So it's an honor to be on your show, Laura. And um, it's a real privilege to be able to speak about FSC certified wood from the economic or the market consumer side of wood. Well, we really appreciate you on the show, too. So um, so let's, uh, let's just start with what does What do these initials mean, um, FSC? Yeah, FSC stands for the Forest Stewardship Council. Uh, it's kind of a mouthful, but FSC is easier to say, especially if you've been saying it as many times as I have in the last several years. Um, FSC is a global uh, nonprofit organization that creates and maintains a forest management standard and what we call a chain of custody system so that the way in which a forest is managed allows us to um, label the products that come out of that forest as FSC certified and then to continue that chain of custody all the way from the forest to whatever the finished product is so that the end consumer um, or the business that's trying to um, do the right thing in terms of forest product procurement can use that label as an indicator that by making that purchase, they're actually getting to the well-being of forests rather than contributing to 
um, the destruction of forests. So late in the show, we're going to go deep into that. I mean, what is the difference between FFC certified wood and the other type of wood you find on that's probably the vast majority of wood that's used in this country? But um, first, um, Diane, why should I build with wood? Well, before I answer that question, um, when I use the term wood, I will use it all-encompassing, you know, to talk about boards and studs and dimensional lumber and products such as plywood, OSB, and LVLs. So for those of you who know your wood really well, um, that's why I'm not differentiating between different types of timber and lumber, et cetera. I'm just going, when I say um, wood, I encompass all the various Mm -hmm. types of wood. So why would you want to build? Wood's obviously common. And it's a historical choice for building. But there are reasons to build with wood beyond convention and beyond traditional use. I found nine reasons to build with wood. One is wood is renewable. It's the only major building material that grows naturally. It can be um, grown and regrown through natural processes as well as through human planting. It's sustainable. It is sustainable. It can be. It can, it can be. be. Yes. That's right. It can be done in a sustainable way or in an unsustainable way. Exactly. Uh, wood uses less energy to produce, and um, this means that wood products have a lower carbon footprint. When compared to steel or concrete, the life cycle of wood has a lower overall impact on the environment, and it also costs less to produce. Let's talk about tensile strength. Relative to its weight, wood outperforms even steel when it comes to the amount of load or stress that it can handle before it stretches and it breaks. Wood is a great sound absorber. The acoustic properties can minimize echoes in your living spaces, in your office spaces, and it absorbs sound. It can help reduce noise um, to make your areas more comfortable. Wood's a great insulator. It has a higher insulation rating than steel, than concrete or plastic because of its cellular structure. So this means that homes and buildings require less energy to maintain. Uh, Another reason, and this I think is a great important reason, is it plays a major role in climate change. Wood comes from trees that intake and store carbon during their photosynthesis process because trees soak up carbon that would otherwise rise up and trap heat in the atmosphere. They play an important role in staving off global warming. They also release large quantities of oxygen. Some people will call trees the lungs of the earth. Um, In fact, this year I was reading an article in Time magazine, and it had an article on building with wood. In one of the paragraphs of the article, it mentioned that Elon Musk tweeted in January that he was donating $100 million toward a prize for the best carbon capture technology. One user replied, well, congratulations to whoever invents forests. (laughs) (laughs) And and then the forest, that again, that sustainability and how you – Harvest those trees. That's correct. And so, like with an FSC certified, um, there's some statistics on your website that it's like a third improvement of the carbon capture. Yeah, um, FSC certified forests here in the United States have been um, studied to determine the extent to which an FSC managed forest sequesters, is the, is the term, right. more carbon than a non FSC certified forest. And that study indicated that, on average, um, the forest management units that were studied uh, sequestered 30% more carbon than a non-FSC certified forest. And so that's a big reason right there 
to, to choose FSC as often as possible. And Diane, you were talking about different reasons to choose wood. I didn't mean mm-hmm. to stop yeah. you, but there's there's a total of nine, including that the wood is stronger and it's sustainable. And then some other reasons? Yeah, just a couple more. For its seismic design, there's research that has shown that wood structures can meet or even exceed the most demanding design requirements to protect human lives and damage to structures during earthquakes. Hmm. Now, those of us in Minnesota hopefully don't have to worry about that, <laughs> but our friends and relatives around the world in the U.S. may. Yeah. And then two more, what is biodegradable, which I think is critical because it will decompose and it's not going to clog up our landfills forever. And then the beauty, with a wide variety of species available, wood does offer an incredible range of aesthetic options. And wood's never gone out of style. So you can see it's a fabulous building material and you can use it with pride and it feels different to be around wood I yeah. mean, especially going in these older houses with all these woods and you're just like <sighs> yeah you know like everybody intrinsically see, seems to you know like wood inside buildings especially and lately they've developed of course like everything else a scientific term to describe that it's biophilic properties Ooh, biophilic right yes. Yes. right and wood is widely recognized to uh create a calming effect, a peaceful effect, a positive overall effect on people's um, feelings, their attitudes. And um, to give an example of how that plays itself out in the building community, uh, Salesforce.com, who you may Mm -hmm. be familiar with, uh, has been building office towers in a few different places around the country. Um, But their uh, flagship tower in San Francisco is almost entirely wood in the inside. And the main reason was for its biophilic properties. They want to create an environment that their employees want to want to be in. Yeah, I like our wood doors here. And so schools and other, um, when you're building, think about building more with wood. Um, and so, again, so we want to build with FSC, certified wood. Correct. So talk more about that certification process. Yeah, so the certification process, it starts in the forest, as I said earlier. And our organization is actually a three-chambered organization. It comprises um, members who represent one of these three chambers, either the economic chamber, the environmental chamber, or the social chamber. And the economic chamber, as you might guess, are companies that are in the forest products industry. The environmental chamber is comprised of um, uh, organizations that you would know uh, the world's most reputable, uh, well-known environmental organizations support uniquely the FSC certification. They don't support other certifications in our space. Uh, the World Wildlife Fund, uh, Greenpeace, uh, the National Wildlife Federation, uh, the Sierra Club, the Nature Conservancy. These are all examples of organizations that uniquely support FSC. Um, Rainforest Alliance is another and we do partner with those organizations on a regular basis to try to advance the cost, uh, you know, of sustainable, uh, responsible forest management around the world. So those environmental players have a significant role in dictating what our standard requires of forest managers. It involves a variety of things. They have to demonstrate. Oh, we're going to do a sorry. deep, deep dive into how 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 you know that if something's FSC certified wood, it's actually harvested in a way that's good for water and good for animals and good for forever forest. We're going to take a break and we're going to come back. We're going to talk more about FSC certified wood and how you find it in everyday products.
Welcome back to Food Freedom Radio, where we plant and nourish the seeds of change. I'm Laura Headland, a student of permaculture, a person who knows cheap food is not cheap, and someone who envisions um, food systems and all of our systems working in collaboration with water and the ways that works for water, soil, air quality. Um, how do we become environmentally I'm going to use the word sane. That came to me. Environmentally sane. And and with us today, we're talking about wood products. And actually, um, we're use, humans in this country use about 1.75, uh, almost two pounds of wood per person per day, which seemed kind of shocking. But uh, before we went on break, we were talking about the benefits of building with wood, that they're sustainable. Um, and so, Diane um, Hagen, you're um, the owner of, um, of Certified Wood Products. So from a customer's perspective um, – why should I care about FSC certified wood? You know, that's a good question. I think the, uh, one of the most important answers is that our purchasing decisions do have consequences. Every time we buy a wood product, we make a decision about how well forests are managed. So choosing wood that is FSC certified means we can rest assured the wood was grown and harvested by companies that want to do their best to protect the environment. Uh, purchasing FSC certified wood demonstrates that we care about preventing deforestation. We care about protecting wildlife. We want to safeguard our environment. We want to have a role in climate change and that we care about the rights of people and the working conditions of our employees. Building with the FSC wood, I think, gives us a story to tell. It's a story about our commitment to sustainability and stewardship. It's proof that we don't want to use a resource of wood at the expense of the generations that are going to follow us. And building with FSC wood may influence our family, friends, and coworkers to build with FSC wood when they see what we're doing. So the net-net is the success of our future is dependent on the informed and responsible uh, choices that we make today. Awesome. I love that. Yeah. Because all of our literature says, and before we were talking, we were talking about like, um, you know, what what action can I, can I you know, especially a, a lot of us, I think, are feeling very overwhelmed yeah. right now with so much going on. But like every leaf, we were talking about that. Chris, yeah. you want to talk a little bit more about? Sure. So, um, you know, we, we're working on a consumer-oriented campaign uh, recently where one of the creative uh, you know, team members came up with this analogy that an individual consumer's decisions, um, you know, regardless of what type of forest-based product they're buying, and there are so many now, um, arts, crafts, decor, books, uh, construction materials, which is kind of the, the focus right now in this, in this conversation, but there's also now footwear, furniture, um, the packaging, uh, printing and writing materials, uh, textiles, clothing, even tires, which are made from rubber, which comes from trees, um, tissue and hygiene paper, which is a big thing that everyone uses every day, uh, and and more. Um, and, and that's why we use so much paper all the time. And it, as an individual consumer, as you correctly pointed out, Laura, we're using a lot of paper every day, each one of us. So when we're out in the store and we're looking for these forest-based products, um, when we make the decision – to buy FSC, uh, our, that choice is almost like um, the leaf on a tree and the the, the corresponding um, dependence that that tree's health has on the on the on that one leaf. It needs a lot of leaves, right, in order to be a healthy tree. In the same way, FSC is a market-based solution, and it only works when everyone embraces it. So, 
that's one of the reasons why we're talking today. It's really important for us to make more people aware of what FSC is, how it works in the world, and how you can be part of the solution. Right. Do you have any idea of what the market share is of FSC versus not? Uh, I don't even know what I, what I want to call it, industrial wood, or is there a- Sure. Or just non-FSC. Non-FSC. Yeah, yeah I, I, we do. Um, FSC is now, as of the last study, which was just this year, uh, now has approximately 20% of the world's market share of roundwood, which is a pretty significant advance uh, from just the last five years. But it's only 20%, right? So there's a whole other 80% of the world's working for us that are not FSC certified. And that uh, puts them at great risk of uh, forest loss, uh, deforestation. And um, so it's really important for us to um, continue to work to grow FSC's impact on the ground, not just here in the United States but around the world. Um, One of the things that's kind of cool is FSC in the United States um, is actually uh, less represented than it is in other parts of the world, Um, places like Europe, um, South America, believe it or not, uh, and, and to some extent Asia are all um, parts of the world where FSC certification is becoming more the norm than the exception, which is wonderful. But the United States is the world's largest market for forest-based products, and we're also one of the world's largest producers of forest-based products. So our success in this, you know, in this country is essential not only to the health and well-being of the United, you know, forests here in the United States, uh, in you know where um, laws are not enough to protect forests, um, but also the fate of forests around the world because the products that Americans buy tend to be um, sourced from forests all over the world. Right. Um, so, Diana, you did a wonderful job earlier of talking about why, as a, a consumer, as a person, I want to make sure the wood I buy is FSC. Mm-hmm. How do I find FFC certified wood? Well, there are several ways that that we can find it. Um, the first would be, would be the FSC has a website. And, Chris, tell me what that is again. It There's is- a couple of them now, and these are relatively new. So... In the old days, if you don't mind my saying it that way, like that is to say like five or six years ago, um, the way in which anyone would look for FSC would be to simply look for the FSC label on a forest-based product. And the the label, uh, I I can describe it uh, as we're in radio. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a a square or a little bit of a tall rectangle, uh, a tree and a check mark with the letters FSC. Um, it's usually green, but it can also be black in color or reversed in white. But if you're looking for the FSC across all those different forest products types that I mentioned earlier, you can look on the packaging for the label. And if you see that label, you know that you're getting a product that was sourced from uh, wood that came from an FSC-managed forest. And there's even toilet paper you can look for that, that logo. Exactly. Yep. You know, and to add to that, um, Laura, if you do want to buy FSC wood for construction, right. you know, for your home or for your business, right. you can look at this um, build with FSC. Yes, thank you. Yes. Like, like I, I should have, I should have gotten there. That, like, that's, I know what it is. Right. That, that's it, that's new. As of the last like two or three years, we've um, managed to build some what you might call marketplaces for FSC. Um, one is buildwithfsc.org. Mm-hmm. 
and that is designed to make it easier for people who are looking for FSC-certified construction um, materials. And they can go to buildwithfsc.org and go to the sourcing uh, link, and they can find uh, more than 700 suppliers all over the United States of virtually any kind of building material you could think of. And and so that's a wonderful resource. And this has to be kind of driven by um, um, people too, not just because yes. um, it, it's it's something you almost have to ask for in the building process. Yes. And 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 America right now we're behind the ball on this. We're, and and we need to do this to create and support Forever Force. Mm-hmm. We're gonna take a break, and we're come back. We're gonna take a deep dive into what it does it mean to be FFC certified wood. You're listening to Food Freedom Radio on AM 950. Welcome back to Food Freedom Radio, and we're talking about um, sustainable wood um, and forever forest. And with us is uh, Diane Hogan, and she's the owner of C and CEO of Certified Wood Products. And uh, Diane, where can I um, buy? Uh, certified wood products for my home and my business? Well, one of the places that we just touched upon was buildwithfsc.org. And this is a connecting platform that the FSC has developed, and it connects buyers with the building sector. So it's for contractors, manufacturers, architects, other design professionals, and DIYers. It also helps my company to find new supplies um, of wood new mills if we need. So it's a very, very useful site. Um, and so say that website again. Buildwithfsc.org. All one word. Buildwithfsc.org. We'll, however, give a caution. Sometimes contractors have their go-to suppliers for their wood material needs. And so sometimes they don't want to go to another um, company for a need. So we hear them tell their customers, FSC wood is not available. The quality sucks. It's way too expensive and it's just too hard to buy. <laughs> well, those are not true statements. Right. Yeah. Let's, let's take some of that. So is it more expensive to buy a uh, wood that um, has some uh, sustainability measurements? It, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll jump in and say um, that it depends. Um, Sometimes a premium is warranted, you know, uh, for a wood that's been um, that, that's coming from a more uh, responsibly managed forest. It kind of stands to reason that that would be the case, right? Like, if you're asking a forest manager to leave uh, greater set asides um, uh, near streams and lakes, if you're asking them to leave um, older, uh, larger, and older trees standing in in the forest. Um, if you're asking them to um, manage for biodiversity, uh, particularly for endangered species above and beyond what's required by law, um, if you're asking them to engage um, local communities, uh, particularly indigenous peoples, and make sure that their um, rights are being considered in the way the land is being managed, um, these are all things that costs to the landowner. And so um, when uh, a harvest comes off of that landowner's uh, property, we want uh, there to be some kind of a premium to compensate them for that all of that extra activity that they're engaging in that we all value and that we want. Um, so it's important to think about that as you're deciding um, whether or not to go FSC with a construction project in particular. Um, but, uh, you know, if you do that... Um, I'm sorry, Diane, did you want to say something? No, I'll have you finish, and then I'll just add from the supplier side. Okay. 
Yeah, so so I think looking for FSC as a DIYer, um, whether you're working through a contractor or not, is certainly um, probably one of the most valuable things you can do as an individual because um, construction materials are um, usually based um, from solid wood as opposed to like wood chips or sawdust. And that is the most valuable product that comes out of a forest. And if you're buying that material, um, you're you're um, more likely to be doing something of significant value to the forest owner that compensates them for the extra work that they're doing in order to make sure that their forest is well managed. You know, and um, as I mentioned before, certified wood products is on the supply side. So just to add to what Chris said, um, sometimes it's more expensive, sometimes it isn't. Um, Sometimes it's yes, it is more expensive due to the supply and demand. Just like anything else in the marketplace, price almost always depends on market conditions. Yeah. The answer may be yes due to mills charging suppliers more because there is a cost of being certified. Many mills need to recoup that for the certification and compliance costs. The answer may be yes because of freight. The farther away your FSC wood supplier is, the more you will have to pay for transportation. The answer may be yes due to the buying power of the supplier. Uh, the answer may be yes if your contractor is not interested in getting FSC wood for you. I kind of mentioned that before. He or she may jack up the price to make it too expensive to buy. We hear about those situations. It's unfortunate because they're hurting you and the goals of the customer. But the answer may be no. Some of the mills do not pass along the cost of their certification. We buy from some of these. And the answer may be no if FSC wood is locally harvested. Sometimes if the supply, the chain of supply is pretty short, it will be a little bit less expensive. And the answer may be no if the supply of the FSC wood product is greater than demand. It happens. In fact, it's happening a little bit now because um, the demand for lumber is softening a little bit. Um, some of the prices of wood, including FSC, is coming down. Um, I, I think one of the keys is to make sure that if you're in the market to buy wood for a construction project, that you don't necessarily take no for an answer very easily or that you don't um, at least consider the possibility that a supplier is, is, is trying to kind of game you a little bit in the way that mm -hmm. Diane was describing. Um, you need to consider talking to at least one or two suppliers and particularly to use buildwithfsc.org to identify truly motivated FSC sellers because not everyone is. You know, and you may be asking, okay, so what really is the price difference between FSC certified wood? What we see from the supply side is generally the price difference is 0 to 15%. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, and that's where I mean, we have this race to the bottom economic system that's causing so many problems. And it's, and, and it's like... I don't. I don't mind paying fifteen percent extra if the forest is going to create is going to keep some of those big trees. I mean, I am. That is, it, life is just not all about transactions. It's about relationships, and so having a relationship, especially if it's my home, I want to have that that value in in my home and in in, in these products. And so, I want to, uh, Diane. Why did you start even supplying FSC certified products? How did that yeah. start? Well, we start. Um, we started. For about three primary reasons. The first one, and this is the overarching uh, reason, is because of the core values of Dan and I. We're creationists. 
um, our faithful stewardship of God-given resources and planets are essential tenets for us. And the FSC has very rigorous standards for growers and harvesters of timber that safeguard our forests, land, water, air, animals. And these really fit into our stewardship values. We also want respectful treatment and supportive conduct toward people that God has created. That's part of the stewardship equation for us as well. And the FSC has very rigorous standards to protect the rights of indigenous people and communities. In fact, this year, they've implemented a new labor standard to protect employees by requiring fair wages and safe working conditions for everybody who is certified. Again, this fits with our stewardship values. So it's really the values um, that were so important to us. And with that, we want to leave a legacy of stewardship. You steward what you value. We value wood, we value forests, we value lives. And we believe that the world's forests are best managed under FSC's principles and criteria. So we started certified wood products to make a difference in the forest products industry. And we made that difference by connecting responsible producers with responsible users. And the second reason was related to logging issues. In the past, members of environmental groups were spiking trees. They were damaging logging equipment. They were filing lawsuits in order to stop the harvesting of timber. Now, we thought that was pretty irresponsible and wrongful thinking because wood's renewable, it's biodegradable, it sequesters carbon, and it's a perfect construction material, you know, as I talked before. Then we heard about the third-party certification program of the force FSC. Uh, we found out that FSC was changing the question of do we harvest to how do we harvest. So the FSC works um, or the FSC provided an answer, which was informed by science, that satisfied the environmental groups and the forest products industry, including producers and suppliers um, like us. So, so we like that the FSC's democratic standard-setting process um, allows for all this, uh, the stakeholders, and Chris had mentioned before, the economic, such as us, the social and environmental um, realms or chambers. We all have to come together to jointly make decisions on issues that are impacting us. So it's a very collaborative market-based approach to forest management. And then just the third reason is we want to make a difference by making it easy for our customers um, to be part of the stewardship and sustainability solution. We want to make a difference by getting the building profession the confidence to specify and use it. Um, I know we've talked about sustainability and stewardship quite a bit. Sustainability, I often think of as, you know, how much wood can we grow? Can we grow enough of it? And yes, that's one part of the creation. We can grow wood, but the stewardship is how do you grow it? Do we grow it by um, harsh chemicals? Do we grow it by abusing animals? Um, do we grow it by abusing people? That's where forest stewardship comes in is not only do they help in the sustainability side, but they help with how do we grow lumber? Because it is more than just growing enough. It's how do we grow it? And that's what we like to vote, um, the FSC. And again, FSC is global, and it is a rigorous system. So talk briefly about what that means. Sure. So um, FSC is global. Uh, it was created in 1994 um, as a, an outgrowth of uh, – the Rio summits uh, there that we're trying to figure out how we can save the rainforests in uh, South America in particular, uh, but forests around the world. Uh, it was identified that governments weren't doing enough. Uh, and 
the question was, would it be possible to create a market-based uh, conservation uh, tool, if you will? And that's what FSC is. It is a market-based uh, tool. It is voluntary by all the all the participants in the system. Uh, it is free. It is transparent. It is democratically run, and it is intended to um, reflect the needs of all the stakeholders that are in the system: businesses, environmentalists, and uh, people who are concerned about social issues. And because it's global, just talk a little bit about the land tenure issues, national, internationally, and how that has affected um, with the FSC certification. Yeah, you know, um, the social chamber of the FSC is concerned with the rights of indigenous peoples, the rights of workers, the rights of communities in forested areas. Uh, people depend on forests for a lot of things, right? They depend on it for recreation. They depend on it for forest products, obviously, as we've been discussing. Uh, but they also depend, they may depend on the land uh, for spiritual, religious reasons. Um, they may have a, a long historical claim to the land um, that relates to those things. And FSC protects those rights and ensures that um, in places like Brazil, indigenous people's rights are respected. Yeah, respecting and it's it's our it's our it's our birthright and it's our obligation to future generations. You're listening to Food Freedom Radio, and we're talking about FFC certified wood. Let me Welcome back to Food Freedom Radio. I'm Laura Headline, and we're talking today about FSC certified wood. And uh, Dan, um, I mean Chris, uh, Mc, um, Chris, with um, the Chief Marketing Officer for FFC Certified Wood. How has the certification affected the woods in Minnesota? Yeah, it's a great question, and it's a fun question to answer. Um, from 2001 to 2015, North America lost more than 70 million hectares of tree cover. And um, Minnesota is no different than any other state in the Union um, uh, or any other province in Canada in regard to how the woods here have been managed. Um, the forest loss is happening uh, due to commodity-driven deforestation, uh, shifting agriculture patterns, uh, urbanization, and uh, especially lately, wildfires. So um, in Minnesota... The FSC has um, been fairly well embraced uh, relative to the rest of the country. The Great Lakes region in general is one of our uh, strongest areas in terms of um, market share. Uh, Minnesota is one of the top states in terms of FSC certified land. And um, as a result, um, Minnesota land that's FSC certified is being managed to all those values we talked about earlier, whereas maybe it wouldn't have been if it hadn't been. And um, I wanted to actually give Diana a chance to talk about her experiences with FSC in Minnesota. Yeah. So it kind of um, goes to the question, how available is FSC wood? If I want to build with it, how is it available? And it is available. There are many, many state, county, and private land owners that are certified. You know, I can't speak for other suppliers, but it's very rare that my company cannot locate a particular FSC-certified wood products. Even during the days of this pandemic, we were able to satisfy all the needs of our companies, of our customers. So it is available. That being said, demand drives supply and availability. The more demand, 
the more the sawmills will produce FSC-certified construction materials. The converse is also true. The less demand, the less the mills will produce it and maybe even get rid of some of the product. Um, here is an example of demand creating supply. Years ago, Time Magazine demanded that the Blandin Paper Company in our own Grand Rapids, Minnesota, use FSC-certified paper. To do this, Governor Tim Pawlenty directed the Minnesota um, DNR to, to certify um, to certify the lands, and now Minnesota is one of the top producers of FSC-certified wood. That is really a fun story. I mean, you had um, the Time magazine said, we want to be responsible with our paper. They actually went to the suppliers, and then the suppliers went to you guys and said, okay, what does even responsibility in paper mean? Right. And you guys have a lot of complicated things to what responsibility in paper means. Um, and so people can get more information about that and also learn about all those other products like toilet paper. Right. by going to what site? Yes. Uh, consumers, everyday consumers of forest products can go to onesimpleaction.org. That's one spelled out, O-N-E, simpleaction.org. And you can find FSC certified products of every kind, uh, you know, from, from paper to furniture to um, retailers that are really good partners to FSC and do a great job of highlighting and carrying uh, lots of FSC-certified um, forest products inventory. So please go there and, and check it out. And, uh, Diane, um, how do I know if the wood I bought is FFC-certified? Well, there are um, several ways. Once in a while, mills will stamp each piece of wood with their certification information. But stamping is not a requirement of the FSC. Uh, the FSC established a chain of custody system that tracks the flow of the wood products. So... The sales paper work is the key. It's the main way that you're going to know that the wood is FSC certified. So from the mill perspective, from our company's perspective, all order acknowledgments, all invoices, all shipping documents, such as bills of lading, must have the FSC product description and must have the supplier's chain of custody number that is assigned by the FSC. And every year when we're audited by the FSC to keep up our certification, the um, auditors do go through almost every order acknowledgement invoice um, and bills of lading we have to make sure that we're in compliance and that the mills that shipped us are in compliance as well. Um, so, um, and the FSC during our, our certification also looks at our inventory. They look at what's coming in and they look at what's coming out and how we label it. And those checks and balances so they, are yeah, so important. Are they really important. are important. I really, really want to live in a trust economy. I want to, yes. I want to be able to trust. But it also, those checks and balances help because it's yes. just, it, it does help. Now, and I, I want to also point out some projects locally that was grown with FSC certified wood. Um, Wolfridge. Mm-hmm. Want to talk about that at all? Uh, just a little bit. Wolfridge is an environmental learning center. Um, probably many of you who are listening have either attended programs or retreats or um, outdoor activities there, or your children have. And um, they're very interested in building with FSC certified wood. In fact, our company supplied them with their FSC certified wood. Awesome. So three minutes left. Uh, your final thoughts? Well, you know, the more you look for the FSC label when you're out and about, the more you will see it. So I really encourage folks to get to know what the FSC label looks like. Go to onesimpleaction.org for all types of consumer products 
and go to buildwithfsc.org to find building products. And uh, please do uh, preference FSC in your forest products purchasing as often as you possibly can so you can be part of the solution and we can protect forests for ourselves and our grandchildren and their children uh, uh, forever. And I just have a couple of thoughts. One is sustainability and stewardship. It does matter. Uh, fortunately, consumers are more and more concerned about the origin of the products they buy and the way in which their products that they buy are manufactured. They want products and material transparency. So with the future of more informed choices, changes are being made in buying decisions. And that leads us to a bright future. And the generations behind us hopefully will thank us. Um, and then um, another final thought that I would have is, Laura, your Food Freedom Radio's envision of a food system that is respectful of water. Well, I enjoy a good craft beer, and I enjoy eating salmon. Both beer and salmon require the cleanest of water. Forests, managed, uh, forests that are managed under the principles of the FSC enable better quality water for making better beer and for raising great fish. So these are to, um, two more reasons to purchase products that are FSC label. I'll leave you with that. Yeah, that's great because water. I mean, um, and uh, how does how does this label help protect water? Well, that's a really good question, and I'll try to answer it briefly. But it does tie to the whole food chain. Um, forests protect our soils; they're responsible for the quality of our soils, and our soils are really at risk, especially here in North America. Um, agriculturalists are beginning to become much more aware of the importance of forests and maintaining them. Uh, for the quality of our soils, also for the quality of our fresh water. Forests provide for um, a, a huge percentage of, uh, of fresh water that humans depend on. And uh, as Diane said, uh, without fresh water, um, you don't have salmon, you don't have good beer, and you don't have a lot of other things that we need. So We need fresh water. We need fresh air. We need good thing. And we need certified wood. We need to make decisions based on the good for the whole. And that, that's both our birthright and our obligation for our grandchildren's birthright. So how we pronounce it. So I thank you so much. Thank you, uh, Diane, uh, with CEO of Certified Wood Products, and Chris with uh, FSC um, Office here in the Twin Cities. And thank you for listening to Food Freedom Radio.